0: Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about God's greatness, even in the midst or the vastness of the sea or the rivers, the oceans, the desert, the fire, how he can make a way and will make a way through anything and everything. Everything. There's uh, several questions that we have to ask concerning God's deliverance of the people of Israel out of Egypt. And one of the first ones was that the Israelites actually complained and said, can God furnish us a table in the wilderness as much as in the presence of mine enemies? And the answer to the question is, yes. God can provide a table for us no matter what, according to the book of Psalms, Psalm 23, verse number five, it says, Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. You prepare a table for me before in the presence of mine enemies. And in, in other words, even when you are running and you are in battle with your enemy, God still will provide the provisions that are necessary for one. He would provide for the armies of Israel, whatever it is that they needed so that they could accomplish the task that needed to be accomplished. Sometimes God would provide for them the miraculous when he used a. Uh, Uh, four leopard men to scare off an entire army and confuse them so that they literally left everything behind so that the entire city could go and receive from what was out there. They were already eating their children. They were uh, uh, boiling and eating uh, the heads of animals and But God provided for them in a very supernatural, miraculous way, uh, according to the book of 2 Kings. So, yes, God can provide a table for me in the midst of mine enemies. And God also provided for the nation of Israel when they had come out of the captivity that they had been in Egypt. Now we have to consider this you you say well that that yeah that is israel well that's a nation you have to remember that the nation was comprised of families and all those families were comprised of single individuals so god was providing not only for the individual and for the family but also for the entire nation as a whole and of course you know in in israel they had uh you either belong to one of the 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 12 tribes, and you were part of those families. In Psalm 78, verse 18, it says, they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yes, they spoke against God, and they said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? And behold, he smote the rock, That the water gushed out and streams overflowed, can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? And the answer to the question is going to be yes. God can, does, and will provide for his people. He provided for his people the entire time that they were out in the desert. What was the table that God provided for them? They had been slaves in Egypt for already, even though it, it was uh, uh, in successions. In, in other words, over a period of 400 years that they were slaves, of course, they would die and there be other ones born and those would die and other ones born. But during that period of time, the nation of Israel From a little group of about 70 to 80 individuals multiplied into a massive uh, 1 million, 2 million, or even close to 3 million people. And to feed that quantity of people at that time and God to provide for them what they needed meant that he had to provide not for them only as a whole, but for them individually. When God brought them out of Egypt, according to Psalm 105, he brought them forth so that not only was not there a sick one amongst them, but he brought them forth with silver and gold. He put it in the hearts of the people to give the women, give the people of Israel uh, what they had, and they came out rich. They came out in abundance. Of course, later God was going to ask he had a freely a uh, free free will and a willing mind to give for the work of the tabernacle and of course they did. Now, if we were to look at the massive amount of people that came out of Egypt and consider today's market, something simple, let's just say uh, a loaf of regular bread, it would require them on a daily basis, calculated on how much a person could eat, how many persons there was, and of course, the, just the simpleness of that bread, being able to provide nourishment, all that was needed for them to have out there those 40 years. It would take approximately uh, 4,000 tons of food a day for them to eat or uh think of it this way uh 8 million pounds of food daily now who is going to buy that who is going to uh, who 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 is going to uh, pick up the tab on that cost to feed these people every single day for 40 years out there in the wilderness god did He made a way where it was possible to rain down manna from heaven and they were to eat that food and it was to have the proper nutrition and nourishment to sustain them physically healthy and well with what they needed. The manna itself was miraculous in that it came down from heaven But of course, Jesus himself said that that was not the true bread. They ate that bread and then they died. Jesus is the true bread. When we partake of him and his life while we're alive here still on this earth, then we get the nourishment that is necessary for our spirit, for our soul. And of course, eventually, this body can and will pass away. But The true bread has already been broken, and we have already partaken of it. And just like the Israelites, they may have died out there in the wilderness. People may die, and then they are buried. But there is coming a rapture. There is coming a a reunion in the midst of the heavens where his people will once again all be all together those that have been separated by physical death, there will be that great reunion. So stop and think about that, the amount of food that it would take. Now, let's say what are called the logistics of how, to, how do you get this food to these people? Uh, would you have enough trains, semi-trailers, uh, uh, truck drivers, uh, uh just the immense cost of having something like that to be done every single day, to go out there and and feed the people would take a tremendous amount of planning and figuring out. It is calculated that if you were to just loaves of bread, and you were to transport them into the desert, it would take two trains a mile long each daily to be able to feed these people. Two train loads a mile long carrying 4,000 tons of bread, food for the Israelites to eat. The cost of that bread was going to be roughly about $12 million every single day. In a year's period, that was going to be roughly about uh, $22,464,000,000 for them to have. It 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 is an astronomical amount. You do that over forty years, and the number that I came up with was eight hundred eighty-eight billion five hundred and sixty million to feed these people with two trains, each a mile long, on a daily basis. And of course, their animals also also had to eat and they had to survive. So, you know, the Bible doesn't say that they were getting straw or how they were getting straw or how they were getting grass or whatever it is that they were getting. But even their animals, whether they were goats or sheep or cattle, whatever they had, had to survive. They had to have this. They also had to have water. So the question was asked, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Yes, can God furnish a table in the wilderness in the midst and in the presence of my enemies? And the answer was yes. So if God was able to do that on a daily basis, regularly, nonstop, then we can assume that Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to have as clothing on. The birds of the air, they don't worry about these things. They just live from one day to the next, being grateful and thankful for what provisions they have gotten. And, you know, unless like the squirrel or some other animals that store up or like the ant, to survive throughout the winter, but God didn't use those as an example for us to survive. He used the birds of the air, the fowls of the air, he compared the flowers, the lilies of the of the field that even Solomon wasn't dressed in all that he had to compare to the beauty beauty of these things that here on earth now. It wasn't just the bread that they ate. It wasn't just the water that they needed to drink. Which, uh, if we were to calculate, the water in itself, or the water itself, uh, was a very massive amount that was needed. Over, over uh, 11 million gallons of water daily were needed. For them to survive. 11 million gallons of water. For them. For their animals. Uh, It would take a train. All the way from Virginia. To California. One train. Every single day. Loaded with 11 million gallons of water. To transport it. All the way from Virginia to California. Now, stop and think about that. We're, we're talking about the logistics. The, the ability to transport water, to transport meat, to transport bread. To all of these people that were out there wandering through the wilderness. God provided and furnished for them this massive amount of food, and then, of course, the meat that they ate, which were the quails for that period of time when they lusted, and, of course, the water also. Then we have to consider also the clothing that they had, that for 40 years it continued to grow. Now, you have to take into account that on a daily basis, they needed to wash clothes, they needed to wash themselves, They needed water to uh, give to their animals to drink. All of these things were needed. So when they were out there in the wilderness and they had the tabernacle, you have to remember that the priests had to bathe. They had to have water uh, for ceremonial cleaning. Uh, The sacrifices that were brought, the animals had to be healthy. They couldn't be sickly, diseased. That means they had to have water provided for them. They had to have food provided for them. When you stop and think about the massive amount of work that it took on a daily basis, one begins to see the greatness of our God and His awesomeness to be able to provide for His people. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination Our time has run out. The Lord richly bless you. And we will see you on Thursday as we continue looking at this. Can God furnish a table? The answer is yes. The Lord bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Amen.